Support for this episode of Tap That AZ is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide, it's approximately 14 million balls if I did the math right, who trust Manscaped. With this exclusive offer, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping worldwide with the code TAPTHATAZ at manscaped.com. Now, my wife loves a landscaped undercarriage, but more than once, I've nicked my family jewels and it's not fun. But now, my Performance Package 4.0 has arrived and man, it is a game changer. Inside this package, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Let's start with the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming and dare I say the best ball trimmer ever? Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a LED spotlight that helps you get a more precise shave. A flashlight on a ball trimmer? Hell yeah. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. But that depends on the density of your forest. If it's been a while, you might want to think that through so you don't end up with a clogged drain. Now you thought that was good, but you want to take your grooming game even to the next level. The performance package also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Trimmer. Make sure you're trimming up those ear hairs and those nose hairs. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Revival Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellows. Your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers, in the shed travel bag it's time to take care of yourself so go to manscaped.com and get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code tap that az unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped uh, i did definitely ask him if the owner was um j-lo's ex is that what the, the was that a theory or was, was it my theory? Because <laughs> JLo's ex was Mark Anthony. And oh, so I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. so I asked that during my interview, and I don't think they were that impressed. <laughs> I don't think they found it funny as I did. And I was like, oh, noted. I think you, uh, I think you uh, ruffle some feathers sometimes. You've oh, got that. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, why don't you introduce yourself? We're here at Look. Uh, Head Brewer is here with us. We're at Look Dine-In Cinemas. I was looking at your shirt. I was like, what is the rest of the word oh. Look Dine-In Cinemas? Yeah, we're uh, Look Dine-In Cinema with Look Brewing Co. attached. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm the head brewer. I'm Marisa Bernal. Marisa, uh, I've been the, here. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, thank you. I've yeah. been the head brewer here for just over a year. Okay. I've been brewing professionally since 2016. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking. Time. You were giving me the tour. Like, this place is so cool. Like, the brew house itself... Uh, it's like there's these different divided little pockets of uh, joy. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. This place is actually fun and just exciting all the, all the time. Yeah. We are industry er, industry entertainment driven, so we do have the movie theater. Yeah. So a lot of our um, drive with people and guests coming in is to see movies. Yeah. So we are trying to find a way to kind of change that. We love when they come in for movies, but we want more people to come in for beer. Yeah. Let's make it a brewery also. Yeah. Where people could come in, like, ideally, you would have people say, oh, wow, I didn't even know they had a theater in there. That's my right? goal. Yes, <laughs> right? yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Well, you're starting to win some awards, right? Yeah, we just got our first medal. It was a gold medal for yeah. the Arizona Craft Beer Awards. Heck yeah, congratulations. Uh, thank you. It was yeah. for our Looktober. Okay. It was um, an Oktoberfest Mars and Style beer. Yeah. Is that one of the ones we have here? It is not. I just oh, thought of that. Oh, no. Come on. I'm I'll get you one later. No, just, we can taste you looked it. at me so concerned. I was oh, just tasting no. it. Yeah, no. But yeah. Uh, well, congratulations on that. That's that's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it was very exciting. Uh, it was great to be there at the award ceremony and see everyone. We were talking about it earlier. We had yeah. uh, all the camaraderie with breweries. It's just a lot of fun. And being there that night and just being able to celebrate each other For sure. was fun and great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard it was uh, incredible. I, was, uh, I had to miss it, but... Uh, 
next year. Next year. Yeah. It's like a giant family, though. Like, you yeah, get there. And for sure. You're like, oh, are you that long-lost cousin? Let's become best friends now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you and, and it happens. You become best friends. Uh, you do. Over a beer. Why not? Well, let's start with a beer. Before we get too, too much into your story, uh, what do you want to start with? Let's start on the... Um, Oh, this is a tough flight to start with. We'll start with the t- far left. Okay. This is actually, we did this with Phoenix Beer Co. It oh, is nice. called Viberium. Um, with Look Brewing, we're actually very fortunate having the movie theater. Yeah. We get to name our beers and pair them with movies. Yeah. So you get to do that. So this came from Black Panther to Wakanda Forever. Yeah. And it, we called it Viberium for Vibranium. It uh, is a raspberry blueberry porter. Okay. So you'll get the uh, malty, but then you'll also get a nice little fruity finish. Nice. Well, cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, shoot. I'm a mess already. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You know what? Let's pause for a second anyways, because I need to put some uh, mic covers over these. All right. I'm, I'm hitting on pause because Ooh, this man. has to be captured. This uh, wow. We're both just all over the In place. In the first three minutes, we've spilled <laughs> two beers. Minutes, I think beers. that's a record. Um, it is. Well, let's try this cheers thing from a hey, safe distance. Cheers. cheers. You know what it was? It was my lucky uh, foam balls on my microphone. Is, is no. Your ball covers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah ball covers. Cheers. <laughs> That's a beer name right there. This is going to be a fun episode, Marisol. So, Ooh, let's do yeah. this. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Wow. What is this? is the... Viberium. This is the raspberry blueberry porter. Yeah, that is really good. That blueberry and the raspberry really... It comes through. It, it really does. It's subtle at the end, but yeah. you're like, okay. But the good aspect of... To me, it's more raspberry comes through, um, but it's the good raspberry, not like a, a raspberry extract necessarily, but more like uh, like fresh raspberries, yep. right? That's fantastic. Yeah. This was a fun day. Um, Phoenix Beer Co., those guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. They came mm-hmm. over. We brewed it right here on my system. Nice. And it was like a party all day. Yeah. yeah. That's what a collab is anyway. Oh, they're right? great. Yeah. But then I made them go. I put them to work. I've done uh, collabs where you yeah. kind of just like go to places and you kind of just sit there and hang out. And I was sure. like, oh, hey, you're not doing anything. Yeah. You guys are big guys. You can help me move the heavy stuff. Yeah, Thanks. That's good. That is good because otherwise they'll stand around. That's what. And that's fine and yeah. fair if that's what they want to do. But you know what? No. Not today. Not on your watch. That's for sure. Well, so yeah. so where did this all start for you? Where did you grow up? I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. Born and raised there. I have the best family ever. Yeah. Huge support system. You've talked about them quite a lot already. So oh, far. I know. I love it. Uh, like, you know, normally parents are their kids' biggest fans. Mm-hmm. I am my parents' biggest fans, hands That's down. Awesome. My mom's in town right now, so okay. she'll be here for, actually for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, we just went to Elton John on Saturday. Which I heard was incredible. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was amazing. But it was great. Um, I have two older sisters. Okay. Both of them do incredible things. Um, my dad is an entrepreneur. He's been doing that his whole life, creating companies and moving up. He loves building houses, too. Like, he does yeah. a lot of cool things, too. Nice. So my family's very hands-on. Okay. We've done everything from corporate stuff to entrepreneurship. So I've seen the big spectrum of yeah. everything. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. So I did that. Um, I grew up riding horses and playing soccer. So I actually still own a horse now. Um, horses took me all the way to Texas A&M, where I got to go okay. get my BS in food science and technology. Okay. Where I found my love for alcohol. So there were three things wrapped up in there. It was like hey, you rode a horse to <laughs> yep. Texas A&M yep. to and learn then, about food, yep. but instead you drank. All of it. All the above. <laughs> all well, the above. at Texas A&M, I won a few national titles for horses there. I was a D1 athlete for them. What, what, so what does that mean exactly? Like as far as like what, what are you like? Is that equestrian? Yeah, equestrian. Okay. We jump. Yeah. Um, there are four events you could do. Um, raining, flat, fences, and flat. Okay. Horsemanship. Okay. I did two of those four events. Yeah. So we had a great time with it. And you won championship? I have two national titles. Three. Hell yeah. Three. Yeah. Dang. So the gold medal is, that's just, uh, that's just another add it to the collection. Oh, of, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. I will add those all day. It's a <laughs> yeah. great time. But yeah, so I did that. Nice. Um, but then from there, I actually got into the wine industry first. Well, what was the, what was the reason for the food science, uh, degree i I like to eat okay Um, (laughs) (laughs) i it took me so long to realize like there's a career potential here like i can get paid to like show up how much i love food yeah i actually heard um that in that degree you got to eat at almost every class there was some like there was every week you were in a class at a lab that you were eating in yeah i was like oh that's kind of cool is that really what drew you in? No. I started great. out biology, Okay. went to chemistry. I was like, wow, these are really science This is a little much. But then I was like, I'm going to take a business class and see how that is. Yeah. That was not my forte. Oh, yeah. Ooh, man, that was different terminologies mm-hmm. altogether. And then um, I ran. Well, I was walking in the building, and there was a food science club going on, yeah. a food science club meeting. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. And they had food in there. So it yeah. drew me in. And so actually, yeah, food drew me in. But um, <laughs> yeah. So I, did, I started there. Yeah. And um, 
fell in love with it. With any direction in mind as far as like, all right, I'm going to do this so I can become a this or this or yeah i wanted to do quality assurance i wanted to do that in a big like factory kind of thing i ideally i wanted to do dr pepper snapple that was like my dream company to work for was something like that and eventually get into r&d okay took a turn Eh, a little bit still beverage still technically beverage yeah but i took a turn um this comes the fun part are you ready I'm ready. I don't know if I am, honestly. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where we're going to go. Now you know me a little bit, I think yeah. you're a little scared, um, which is fine. Yeah. So after a big night out, I called my sister, Leticia, who's my oldest sister, who's one of my best friends, obviously. And I was just like, I was pretty sure I might have still been drunk. And I wake up and I was like, hey, I want to be a winemaker. And she goes, you're drunk. Go back to sleep. <laughs> I was like, okay. Fall back asleep. Yeah. So then um, I wake up later. She calls me back and she goes, hey, I have an internship lined up for you in California. You're moving to California. I think it was like three months or something like that. And yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. So that started it. Her best friend from high school um, knew a family that owned a vineyard out there. Yeah. And the most gracious family ever. They're the Stanislaus. They own Guyamar Winery in, Paso, in Templeton, Paso Robles area. Okay. And they hooked me up with an internship. Yeah. Under an amazing winemaker named Jordan. And she works at Epic. And it was absolutely fantabulous. Yeah. Did that's that. Awesome. Um, worked my booty off sure <laughs> quite literally and didn't know that didn't even think about the option of maybe i should ask to get paid yeah. i was just put my head down and learned oh, so you, were, uh, you were just yeah it was i was yeah. a volunteer basically yeah. but i learned so much it was invaluable what i learned there that's awesome like what like what, what, what like what were some of the things that like really like sparked joy right it was like oh man i love this aspect um not just the tasting actually okay uh just everything from seeing the production of it I got okay. to see the grapes would come in about 2, 3 in the morning, and they'd start being processed at about 4 or 5, and that's where we'd get be there. And the grapes would come in. Once they hit the um, the pad, Yeah, that's where they all came to us. Okay. And we ran the fermentations where we were doing everything from rack and returns, pump overs, punch downs, yeah. and we were doing everything hands-on. I'm not good at sitting still. Okay. <laughs> um, sitting like behind a desk has never been something I ever thought thought I could do once I met, like figured out who I was. Sure. Yeah. I am an active person. Yeah. So finding a hands-on job like that was great. Yeah. So we did the first internship. I went back to Albuquerque after that. And then uh, from there, I got an email or a text. I don't remember exactly which one, like in March. And they're like, hey, we need someone for the next harvest. And uh, Do you know anyone? I was like, pick me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. I know yeah. somebody. Yeah. And so I did the harvest again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paid. And then they hired me on full time from there. Yeah. And so nice. I got to stay in California. I was out there for almost three years doing that. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing. And, you know, wine wasn't quite my thing. Okay. Like there are some people and it's amazing what they can do. You'll sit there and they can break down the wine to what region it's from, which I could do like region and grape style. Okay. I couldn't Based do. Based on tasting, you mean? Yeah. 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 I couldn't do um, the vintage it's from oh it was cold that year oh it was a very warm that's incredible that people can do that oh it's incredible and they're like and they keep going details of that i can't do that yeah and wine gave me headaches but um (laughs) also a big kind of tell for me was at the end of the day of every harvest day it was about a two-hour cleanup you were sitting there everyone had hoses and you're just spraying down all the sticky sugars yeah because you don't want that on there sure and so you're doing that everyone was grabbing wine or something to drink i'd always grab a beer yeah because they just would stock them in the fridge for us for cleanup at the end of the day. Yeah. So that's what we would do. Yeah. That's a worker. That's a worker's drink, though, right? Beer is, right? It is. Like, are you doing like yard work and stuff? You're not drinking wine. No. Right? Well, <laughs> some people I'm sure are. I, actually, some yeah, people, yeah, yeah, I bet they do. That's true. But then I was fortunate where I lived was, oh, a hop, skip, and a jump from Firestone Walker. Ooh, yeah. So I got to, <clears throat> I got to taste the pretty much the best of the best out yeah. there. And I loved every second of that. I've heard that place is incredible. Like yeah. the whole property and everything. Yeah. yeah. And so then I was like, okay, one, California got expensive. Two, my time in wine was kind of done. Um, I talked to my dad. And I was like, dad, I think I'm going to move home. And he's like, okay, I'll pick you up in two weeks. I was like, yeah. okay, cool. You got a so, helpful flame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he came, he picked me up. We moved back to Albuquerque and he was like, okay, you, I don't know why it's two weeks, but you have two weeks to sit on the couch yeah. and then you have to find a job. And I was like, fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, on week two, I went to Italy with my sisters for almost three weeks. Okay. So I, I extended my time. <laughs> extended the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Technically. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, I got back and I was applying for jobs and everything. And quite frankly, I didn't want to join the beer industry. Okay. I thought I loved drinking it so much and enjoying it. I thought if I joined it, it might ruin my love for it. Ah, interesting. I was actually sure. very nervous about that. Yeah. And then a company came up called Flix Brew House. They needed an assistant brewer. I threw an threw them my resume just on a whim. Yeah. And they were like, hey, we want to meet you. Will Mormon over there. He was like, 
Uh, he's their head brewer. And he's like, uh, yeah, come in for an interview. Okay. Yeah. I pulled up and I was like, oh, I don't even want to go in. Maybe I'll be that horrible person that just drives by and doesn't. <laughs> Oops, I couldn't find it. Yeah. No, but I walked in. The moment I walked into that building and said hello to him, I had the job. I knew it. Uh, I was like, this yeah. is it. And he, the building was a skeleton still. The structure was there. The windows weren't. So he gave, he took me on a tour of it. And I just told him, I was like, this is my job. Yeah. And he was like, is it? I was like, yeah, it is. And he goes, okay. Yeah. And so then we go through that whole talk and everything. I leave. I get a text from him. He was like, hey, um, the GM wants to meet you. We were bringing you back in. And I was like, okay. I walk in. And the GM at the time was Mike Aguirre. He's now um, an eye picker uh, doing some regional director thing over there. Okay. And he walks up to me, and he does a st- stand stamping of my forehead, approved. And I was like, <laughs> "What? Not even a hello." Did not yeah. know what was happening. And I was like, "What just happened to yeah. me?" It's yeah. like, "Oh my gosh." Feels right, but also confusing. But really, really, what just happened? And he's just like, "Well, I don't know anything about beer. You got the job." Yeah. I was like, "Thanks." Yeah. Okay. And nice. then it was just all up from there. Those yeah. doors flew open. Everything was great. Um, How long ago was this approximately? 2016 of okay. October. October, okay. Maybe right. September, but it was right there around that gotcha. time. Okay. So around this time. That's about the time I started this podcast. Oh, that's My cool. first episode, I think, recorded in November nice. of 2016. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So you've got, what was it about it that you, what was it about it that you were like, yes, this is, this is it? I couldn't even tell you everything. Okay. It okay. was all of it. Just the whole it package. It was yeah. everything. I walked in. I got to keep getting, put my head down and keep working. Got to learn everything. I love the fermentation. I love the smell of fermentation, the look yeah. of it, the sound of it, yeah. the bubbling of the bucket. Oh, my gosh. All of it. Farting, as you called it. I <laughs> did call it. I was like, come on, tank, keep farting. <laughs> keep yes, farting. yes, boy. I Good definitely boy. said yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? Who, who was the tank up? Because you named all of your tanks. I did. That one yeah. doesn't have a name yet. Oh, okay. I haven't okay. named those ones just yet because they rotate too much of what's in them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Have to but prove that, they're worth a little bit. My, right? Keep farting and you'll get your name. Yep. Yeah. That is my Belgian double, which will come out in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. It's well, you, for Avatar. You make a, an incredible range of, of beers. And, and, and not to, to, to cut in to what you were saying there, but uh, what is the next beer we're going to oh, try? Oh, cool. Yeah, so we'll we get rinsed, back to my story. We, we palette. We, we palette rinsed with uh, Spotlight, which is a blonde. Oh, it's just okay. a basic, simple yeah. beer. So one thing I'll point out, um, because we are a movie theater, we get a vast array of people in here. Yeah. Well, you have those people that are the Bud Light drinkers, yep. the Michelob, the ones that won't branch out from that. Sure. So we have... Um, we have a couple of those beers about available in cans, okay. but we try very hard to just have my beers on there. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, like, it's a, so for one I'm seeing it's available from what you told me, but I can't really see that. Yes. It's your beers. Those are, you know, yep. yeah. that's what we're trying to focus on Love is mine. That. And so, um, this beer is going to be very friendly to the people. If you can get them to taste it, there's some people that will not, Oh, sure. which is yeah. fine. You know what? Good for you. Go enjoy your movie. Um, but then if you get people to try it, a lot of them. They'll be like, okay, I can take a, I can take a pint of that, yeah. and then they might try it and might go from there. Yeah. So it kind of helps to have one that's super light. So that's our palate cleanser that I we're like doing. I like it. I like it. it's got some flavor to it, right? Yeah. It's uh, it almost seems like so, when you when when you make a really light lager and you're trying to I guess kind of emulate one of the bigger, it's almost too light, right? Where yeah. It has to have something to it because those beers do they're light, but there's, there's character to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then the next beer we're gonna try, if we don't spill it on everything. <laughs> I think we'll be good. Take number eight. Right? So this is a beer Conda. It's another one that came out with Black Panther. Um, it is a Belgian Trapel. It's one of my favorite styles to brew. I think this one is a cool 8.6%, so it's not Cheers too big. Cheers to that. Cheers. There we go. If we'd have had this one later, we definitely would have hit that chord. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we would have. Yeah, we would have. It's okay. Ooh, Wow. That is good. But that you is have that, good. the nice Belgian characteristics to yep. it, the smooth. It's not boozy. Like sometimes with the. The burn the, booze. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes with this style, even the doubles. Uh, that's really good. Thank you. That's a sneaky so. little. <laughs> right? <laughs> It'll sneak up on you. Yes. Yeah, yeah it 8%, will. 8%. Heck yeah, it will. That's we so were good. selling this like crazy um, Thursday, Friday. So, um, okay. Back up a little bit. So you got your get the job at Flix. Now, when you were in Albuquerque, just so my brother-in-law and sister-in-law lived out there for four years or five years. We went out a few times, went to, 
you know, La Combre. Um, what was the one that they we always used to? Oh, Marble. Yeah. So go to Marble, and then there's what is it? Kelly's on the College Street. Yeah, Kelly's. Where you can make your own beer. Mm-hmm. Like there was just something about that place. I don't even remember how good the beer was. I just love the vibe because that big patio right on the corner, yes. and uh, yeah. Albuquerque is a special place. Like I know it has a stigma behind it, where a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's Albuquerque, it's New Mexico," and you're like. Yeah. But one, it's home for me. Yeah. Two, once you get there and you actually explore it, like really explore it, yeah. it's like any other city where there's for the sure. gems of it and then there are places you won't go. Exactly. And that's every place. For sure. Uh, there are par- parts here in Phoenix and the Phoenix area I won't go. Absolutely. I avoid I'm like, please yeah. don't. If I drive there, I'm like, please don't let my car break down. <laughs> yeah, please exactly. don't. Don't but, look left or right. Just go. Yeah, just keep going. Yeah. But yeah, so there's those. Um, but now there's so many good breweries that have popped up. Yeah. You've got... Um, Boxing Bear that's been around for a while. Bosky that's been around. Um, Bosky does a pickle beer. Okay. Oh, interesting. It is very... I have one in my fridge. It cracks me up. Mm. I bought it out of the novelty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you have um, Sober Mesa that's opened for just a couple of years now. Okay. They do phenomenal beers there. Ah, nice. Uh, Quarter Celtic. Like, there's a bunch there. I actually yeah. am going to Albuquerque in about a month, and I have a beer tour set up for myself. I Heck know all yeah. these breweries already, but I haven't been there in a while. Sure. So I'm going to go and do that. Yeah. But yeah, so um, and then you had the food aspect into it too, yes. right? I mean, such a good food culture, and there's so much. And I noticed over here, this place is that a New Mexico flag on the place that's right next yeah, to yeah. So that's La Ristra. Um, okay. They actually make very good New Mexican food. Okay, I, I am picky. Sure. You Anybody have to who's be. from New Mexico, our best friends, uh, Megan is from New Mexico, and she's like, "I'll tell you if that's good." You know, you should take her there. Yeah. Um, okay. It is actually very good, in my yeah? opinion. Okay. And I've really enjoyed it. I've taken my parents there. They love it. Like. Yeah. It's fun. So that's kind of cool that it's re- like as you're working all day, literally right through those windows, you can see that. That's, yeah. I've gone over cool. there. I've ordered plates. I've yeah. borrowed their tape measure before because I couldn't find mine. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Just things. But yeah. So so you you were a fan of the the craft beer in, in Albuquerque, and then you get this job at Flix. Um, where where does it go from there? Did you help build the – was it already kind of rocking by the time you started there? To or an was, extent. Um, okay. Brew day number one. Yes. There was two scissor lifts, a giant guy like dangling from the ceiling and yeah, everything. Of course. In the brewery while we're <laughs> trying to do this first brew day. And I've never done a brew day. And so, mind you, I wasn't really too involved with that. I was more the grunt worker. Oh, yeah. CIP these tanks. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can do that stuff. But it was so cool to be around. Yeah. It was like that moment where I was just like, oh, this is crazy. This yeah. is fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's how cool. – that all started, and then I just I kind of picked it up very quickly. Okay, um, I pick up concepts pretty fast in general. Yeah, and so it just kind of rolled with the things I needed to continue to learn with. Does it have to be things that you're interested in? Because I'm, I'm I can like I can like oh I can figure this out. But if someone's like, hey, I need you to figure out. I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> right? Yes, so in like the grand them. scheme, if it will yeah. like, interest me, yes, I'm yeah. fine. If it doesn't, then. No, I'm very. I can't. I can't yeah. fake it. Like, no, you know? I can't. See, okay, <laughs> yeah. it's a thing. We do it for sure. Yeah, but no, I did that. Um, I learned so much. Uh, my mentors there, Chris Knott, Will, Will Mormon, absolutely incredible people. And no matter what, I could ask any question. Mm. It could be the dumbest question they've probably heard, and they would answer it. Yeah, and they would make me feel like valid for that question, or valid at least in my mind for it. That's awesome. And I was like, yeah. okay, and that's just how I kept growing from there. Yeah. And yeah. my very first day, uh, not just through day, but very first day on the job, uh, I actually have a photo of it. I'm wearing a Darth Vader helmet yeah. and a lightsaber. And that was like the first day of my intro to this company was yeah. I walked in with that stuff. Basically. Oh, you walked in? It, but the, I ran into the GM in the yeah. um, parking lot and he's like, here, put these on. And I was like, okay. So I just did it and walked in with it. Yeah. And people were just staring at me. I was like, I win. Here we go. <laughs> but that day also, yeah. Will, who I, he knew I knew nothing about beer. He gave me a book, How, okay. to, how to Brew. Ah, what was the book? Like, what was the, do you remember the specific? Um, How to Brew by Palmer. Palmer? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he handed it to me and he goes, well, we have pretty much just admin work today. I want you to read this. And I was like, okay. So yeah. day one was pretty much reading a book. And I was like, I can do this. Yeah. I was like, this is okay. And so I, I got entranced by that book. And from there, it just translated over and just kept going. Yeah. And then um, about, oh, eight-ish months in kind of thing we were at a beer festival and we were there with everyone mind you got a little wild at the beer festival we always do always, yeah. Always, yeah we're all a little wild <laughs> and they were talking about Chandler and I was talking to the GM and he was like yeah we got to find a brewer and I was like I thought I was going he's yeah. like you want to go I was like yeah he's like I figured you want to stay here because your family's here and everything I was like I'm already packed yeah <laughs> and he was like okay and so then um pretty much we agreed to it there we obviously had one more meeting where we weren't drinking yeah yeah and that's how I ended up getting the opportunity to come out here to Chandler, okay. build this place up from the ground up here, yeah. which was the exact same system. The okay. brewery setup itself was slightly different, like yeah. the space. 
but the exact same system, exact same equipment. Yeah. So it was literally a cookie cutter. So it was awesome. Nice. Yeah. So you just have to replicate that. Yep. Yeah. And so I took so many photos before I left to make sure I had everything set up how I would, at least a starting point. Yeah. And you can adjust. But that's how we did it there. Okay. Yeah. And so I was out here um, November of 2018. I got to go the day before I moved out here. Um, I was in Madison, Wisconsin for the Master okay. Brewers Brewing and Malting Science course. Wow. Nice. And that's where I've made some of the best friends in the industry. That's in, awesome. For those two weeks. It was. Yeah. It was summer camp for brewers. Yeah. Mind you, it was <laughs> October, November in Madison, Wisconsin, freezing, where I did may or may not have gone swimming in a lake. Did you? Yeah. follow you around. It like, was you got about a reality midnight. show. Yeah. Yeah, actually, you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the things I've done. <laughs> yes. But no, so that's where I met so many people, and that's how yeah. I got set up with uh, Christian from the Food Engineer podcast. Okay. He, yeah. He wasn't there, but we, from friends of friends, that whole thing. Just connected that way. Yeah, and I still yeah. talk to them quite a bit. During COVID, um, the Master Brewers, my class did a um, a happy hour. So we all got on Zoom together, and we we're just yeah. sitting there drinking in our homes. And we're like, well, this is this is fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we enjoyed and, the Zooms for a little bit, right? And then, yeah. <laughs> um, every time we go to a conference or something, we do a reunion. Ah, so we all get nice. together. And it's not everyone, but it's a different group of people every time. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And so we did that where I, learned, I met so many people who I'm still connected with. Yeah. And then I came out here in November 2018. Okay. Yeah. We were out here 2018, 2019, and then the faithful 2020 happened. Right. And, uh, yeah. And the good old COVID-19 furloughed us, shut us down. Um, and I it was flicks, flicks at this yes. moment. Yeah. Yep, still flicks. Sorry, my story's kind of long. I'll shorten no, it. No, no, no. This is great. No, this is, yeah. I, I'm entranced. And I know people that listen are, are as well. Yeah, so, so it was um, shut down. I did a six-month vacation, okay. which, as I told you earlier, I have horses. I got yeah. So during my six months, I would go from my house to the barn to ride. Back to my house, pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. But because of that, I got to ride a bunch of horses. I got to have a great time with it. And so for me, it wasn't that horrible of a time. Like, yeah, it was a yeah. horrible time period, but I got to find a different outlet for it. For sure. I yeah. wasn't just stuck in my home like a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And so I did that. And then finally, the six month of ex- extended benefits dwindled. And yeah. I was like, oh, shoot. Not what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so naturally, you start getting on those websites. Okay. And then Mark Anthony Brewing that does White Claw, Mike's Hard Lemonade, um, they were opening a facility out in Glendale. And so I applied. I got offered a position. Needed a job, so I took it. Yeah. Uh, From where I live, it's a 59-mile drive each way. And so that got – that was quite far. But you know what? When you need a job, you need a job. For sure. So you do it. Yep. Yep. Uh, That's when you listen to good podcasts like Tap That AZ Podcast. (laughs) You're not wrong. It's very true. I listen to so many podcast books on tape, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I actually had Apple Music at the time. And I was like, my free subscription went up. And I was like, I don't need it anymore. I did my one drive like without it. And I was like, JK, I need that (laughs) back. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, I need it. So um, did that job for a year. Had a great time with that. What was that like? Right. So going from, I mean, Ninety-five percent of breweries out there are the epitome of, like, mon pa, like, uh, you know, small tank, small system, right? You go from, you know, they're they're hoping to fill their own taps and maybe get some distribution outside the doors. You're at a place that is like everywhere, right? White Claw and what, whatever, it, whatever, whatever else is being made over there. Um, that's production, right? Yeah, what was, was that like? Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Yeah. Um. So. All the like, so here it's hands on. Yeah. All the valves are manual. You have to open and close everything. And my system is very nice and actually considered automated for its size. Yeah. So it's great. Well, there, everything is pneumatic. Everything's done from computer screens. Uh, my workstation was uh, two computers stacked, a laptop, and basically an I- iPad tablet next to me. Yeah. And that's what I worked on. And you could do everything, pretty much everything in the building from there. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So you had a desk job kind of. I did. And (laughs) when it's a desk job for almost 12 hours a day. Yeah. And you were saying different shift than you're used to, right? Like you're a morning person. This was not morning. No, I got put on. It was both morning and night. It was. I got put on (laughs) nights, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Yeah. So I would leave my house at about 5.15, get there for the 7 p.m. check-in, 7 a.m., leave there about 7.30, and then be home by about 9-ish. Yeah. And coming back was the hard part because there was traffic. Sure. And you're exhausted. Yeah. There was a few times where I'm like, is it is it safe for me to be driving home? Yeah, right now? like it's honestly, a long shift. It was yeah. a long shift and a long drive. Yeah, and then you get home, and uh, if you meet any of my horse friends, I am very much a 
regimented person. If you haven't met me already, yeah, yeah. I have I a tell. schedule. <laughs> and so like, and I'm, uh, I am dependable. So if I tell my, like, I know it's a horse, but if I tell my horse, I will see you tomorrow, yeah. I will see her tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't like disappointing. Yeah. So that's kind of the big thing. Yeah. So we it's do that motivation. whole bit. It yeah. is. So I'd still see her. I'd be there. I'd be exhausted with like half an eye open if you're yeah. lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get back in the car and go back. Yeah. And it, wow. it was just hard. Um, learned so much. Sure. I learned so much about basic programming, um, how to do massive production. It's a million square foot facility. Yeah. I have seven barrel fermenters. They have 15, 1600 barrel fermenters. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. One brew day for them was 50, uh, 52,000 gallons ish. Dang. Yeah. My brew day is 217 gallons. So how do you, how do you make that? Like, how do you, and <clears throat> I'm sure the further you get into the journey, more things kind of, you know, kind of expose themselves with like, oh, should I learn this back then that applies now? But how do you apply? Because that's different sides of the spectrum completely, right? You know, so what are you using here that was like crucial that you learned there? Oh, it's actually um, a bit of a reverse. There was stuff okay. I crucially learned here that I used over there. Ah, we okay. had a day where, um, so the tanks are so big there that um, like any big production, they always have it um, circulating all like the big fermenters. They're just okay. naturally, they're, they have a pump. They're circulating because the yeast can create a giant plug basically. Okay. So they're circulating and, um, well, one of them stopped. So a plug happened. Yeah. Giant yeast cake at the bottom. And thank goodness for homebrew skills. There was <laughs> <laughs> homebrew, craft brewer, all small people. There was a homebrewer and two craft brewers. So yeah. I was one of the craft brewers and they're like, we need this problem fixed. So yeah. the three of us went, we sat beneath one of the tanks. We were just sitting there. We we're like, okay, what can we move around? Yeah. And we end up having to grab hoses, clamps, gaskets, and bypass it. And uh, we just figured out a way to bypass it, and it worked. Yeah. And we knocked that out, and it was only because of, in anything, and I think really in brewing what I've noticed for my what I do, it's um, how do you get from point A to point C? Sure. Like, there's always that in between, and you just have to get there. Yeah. Somehow it's going to get there. You have to look at it, figure out what direction things are going, and you'll get there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how it was, but with the bigger system. Now, going the reverse of that, um, White Claw to here, um, a lot of the lab stuff, actually. Okay. Because yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've never had to count yeast. My stuff is pretty dependable, pretty yeah. basic. Yeah. You, use, you keep yeast, and there, yeah, I'm sure I could be very much better at it. Yeah. But there, it was a regimented every so many hours you were taking samples. Every so many minutes you were taking samples from running through the lines. Ah. And so now, because of that, I'm like, okay, I can get better with this now. Yeah. Because I got it down to, like, a science of it. And they're so regimented about because consist- consistency is yep. paramount, right? Like yep. that's that's like the cornerstone of it all. Well, right? imagine doing a uh, so they pretty much did it in four thousand gallon batches. Okay. For when they're actually canning. Yeah. Imagine messing up four thousand gallons. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. And they're not gonna that that's not a type of company that uh, that does not that doesn't fall through the cracks. No. Right. Like we it's, would get so you know how yeah. legally you can do uh, unless it's changed and I just don't know it. Um, Point two ABV plus or minus. So if you're aiming okay. for five, you can do five point two to four point eight. Gotcha. That's kind of your range. Yeah. You want to be five point oh, but that's it. Yeah. Well, we would be at like five point one, and our lab would be all over us already. They're like, yeah. oh no, guys, that's that's we're five. We're shooting for five, and we're like, yeah, okay. And that's what we would get on top of things like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That sounds yeah. Well, so it was cool. I learned so much yeah. there, and yeah. um, because as you were saying. We like to learn things, and we pick up things pretty quickly if it interests us. For sure, yeah. Um, I got really close with the programmers. Okay. And I actually started like learning how to do the programming with them, with the PLC programming. I also learned what? you cannot just control copy programs. What do you mean? Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> you know how we just when you're just copy and pasting things? Oh, sure. You just yeah, can't, yeah. Ca- can't yeah. copy and paste program. It yeah. doesn't work. No. I learned that the hard way <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> at about 3 in the morning. Um, yes, I learned that. <laughs> but no, it was, it was a very cool experience. Yeah. That sounds really, I mean, those are the things that it's almost naive to, as, as somebody who's creative or somebody who's, who's really anybody, uh, to discount, you know, it's almost like the bigger something gets, the less value we give to it. Right. Like, oh, it's a huge company. They're this or that. It's like, you know how much you got to learn from that? Here's, I guess what I'm trying to say is I hated the corporate world. Hated it. Like, hated the structure. Hated the everything, dress code. I want to wear what I want when I want to wear it, right? But then as you um, as you start to build your own company or, you know, you're building your own, uh, you know, you're building your own company within this company, right, with your brew house and, and the yeah. beer and stuff, uh, you start to realize, like, oh, shit, there's some valuable stuff in the corporate world. Like there's a reason that it continues. There's a reason that, um, you know, white claw and, and, you know, bigger beverage companies continue to grow 
it's because they got that shit down. Like yeah. that process is down, right? And like, uh, yeah, it's it's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that for a year. Um, it was a good time. The hardest part with that was just the drive because mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, I learned, obviously I knew from day one, it was not what I was meant to do forever, sure. but I was like, this is kind of cool. Like I w- I started out as a brewing operator there, uh, within a few months I was a lead brewer for them. Yeah. And so I ran a team and so that was really cool. And I was, I was like, I could be a supervisor for them. I could keep going. Yeah. And then that drive just got taxing. Okay. It did. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. It really So did. it wasn't the 12-hour day so much as it was. Like, if you if you lived closer, that might have been more manageable yes, for you. I okay. think so. Yeah. Um, but really, I'm a craft brewer at heart. I always yeah. will be. Um, so, uh, you know Doc at Petal House? Oh, I love Doc. He's one of my favorites. <sighs> yes. Yeah, for sure. He and Mel are some of my favorite people. And they crack me up all the time but he he couldn't believe i took the job out there he was like good for you on taking this job but you're a craft brewer you are i was like yes i am i'm trying i'm trying to get back to it and actually that's where i got into look again i got here to look brewing yeah um how so look brewing had heard about me through a couple people okay not only just in town but over like in chicago at i'm gonna say sorry real quick flix was flix here as well in this spot? Yeah, this was Flix. I oh, built so, Flix here. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was, I was, yeah. 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 So, so f- you built Flix here. Uh, then COVID. COVID happened. You were off six months. Go to Jennifer Lopez's uh, beverage company, <laughs> Mark Anthony. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, segue to that one. Um, during my interview with Mark Anthony uh, Brewing, I asked the lady interviewing me if mark anthony had anything to do with j-lo's ex and they did not find that funny so you know, you know. it might be lawsuits eh, under the under the. Just kidding. you're fine but yeah. no so then i went to uh, them but that was because this location flix didn't open back up okay flix is still around they have eight other locations that are open i believe right now okay this location they didn't open back up gotcha and so it was just an empty building yeah and so then uh look cinemas came through and they picked up the building the lease and everything on it and they needed a brewer and so they had talked to people like uh, they talked to this guy, uh, I believe it was Matthew Silvers that worked for Flix, and he mentioned to me, and they're like, hey, you need to get with her. Yeah. But then also, out here, they talked to um, Petal House, and the guy, the I don't remember who they talked to Petal House, but then they talked to Doc and said, do you know anyone that can run that? Yeah. He said me. Yeah. And so I had it from a few places that, that's, that they should reach out to me, but then I had seen it too, and I was like, where are they going? Because they, they didn't put the address yet. Yeah. And uh. so then um, I got reached out to. Oh, no. Actually, I believe Doc sent me a text that, hey, this person might be reaching out to you. Yeah. And then they did. And so they reached out, and then they were like, well, we need a consultant. We were looking for someone to work on, like, to show us how to use the system. And I was like, well, who's your brewer? Yeah. And they didn't have one. So I said, well, pick me. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> right. I was like we can make this work. I was like, yeah. okay, this will be cool. Yeah. And so they said, okay. So and real quick. So so all that stuff was there? Yeah. That equipment, so they just left it? They left so it. That's a lot of that. I mean, I don't know how much equipment costs. I know it's expensive. That's a lot to just, but I guess maybe that's just kind of what happens in a restaurant kind of, because I, I mean, they're not going to load up like ovens and shit on their truck when they leave. Right? <laughs> I have no idea exactly. Um, just seems like a lot of stuff to leave behind. It was. Right? Yeah. It was definitely a lot, which I was grateful it got left behind. Sure. Yeah. There was a few things here or there that weren't there, um, but the basics and the like most important parts yeah. were all there. Yeah. So then we get to look, but I think we should taste another beer because I'm thirsty. Absolutely, me yes. too. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> my uh, my cleansing beer is almost gone. So. I saw that. Okay, so this is our looks a bit hazy, and you have to do capital L, capital O, capital O, capital K. Oh, okay. Because okay. hello, look brewing co. Yeah. You got to yeah. really even all my emails. If I use the word look, it's all capitals. Is yeah. <laughs> look so, at this. Looks a bit hazy. Cheers. Cheers. It smells incredible. We didn't smell. We didn't almost spill that. Oh, one. We didn't even. We didn't even consider the equipment nope. at this point. The beers are flowing. Perfect. <laughs> like, like wine. Yes. Here's why I love hazies. It's the aroma. Like it is like it, the, the I will hit s- of the tropical. Free. Yeah. I'll smell an, a hazy for two or three minutes before I even drink it. Eh, maybe not. Maybe 20, 30 seconds. But uh, <laughs> I just love the aroma that the hop combination of a hazy provides. Yeah. You know, hazies are, you know, they're, I say they're less of a polarizing style at this point. Maybe a couple years ago, people were like, oh, uh, hazies. Yeah, it's, it's here. It's, a it's here to stay. It's, it's yeah. here. It's not like the brute IPAs, which came and went, which think right. Which I actually kind of liked those. I didn't think they were bad. I yeah. liked them for like brute mosas. Sure. Yeah. yeah. If you were to yeah. place, it couldn't do like a true mimosa. A brute mm-hmm. mosa wasn't a bad alternative. 
What do you think? I think that's really fantastic. It, it, to me, I don't know what the ABV is. Um, I'm going to guess that it's higher than I think it is. Because it t- t- this, this, I think this is about a 6%. Yep. It's yeah. about a 6, I think it's 6.5, six, 6.4. Six, okay. Okay. The reason I said that is because like the Belgian, uh, the Trapeau, um, would not have guessed that was 8%. So I was, I was, that's a, that's a mark of a good brewer is, a you know. Yeah. Those yeah. sneaky ones. The sneakier, the, yeah. the better. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily. That's not a good. No. Uh, for our beer review podcast or the episodes that we do, uh, Marcus, who's my partner in that uh, series, he talks about not putting your ABV on cans, right? You know, some breweries don't put it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I can kind of see that. And then he's like, well, if you have a triple IPA at a, in a cooler at a party and somebody's already kind of, you know, had a little too many and they're like, oh, this is a hazy IPA. This is great. And they can't taste it. It's 11%. That's bad. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know either. <laughs> I always thought you had to have it on the cans, and then I moved out here, and not all of them had can- had it on the cans. I wonder if it's like but to a certain like to a certain level, meaning maybe. like um, right, like yeah. if you. I don't know. That's weird. I would think it would be required. Who knows? But, yeah. Okay. Anyways, back to me. Yeah. Back to you. Yes. Uh, no. This. Uh, so okay, I wanted to ask you this. So ask away. I know you said you you built this place, designed this place. You originally built all of this for. Flicks? Yes. Okay. Okay. So like all the, cause I want to get into it a little bit. I want mm-hmm. you to kind of describe, cause this is a very unique brew house, uh, from the ladder that goes up to the second floor to, uh, all of the tanks, the serving tanks, you're not putting beer in kegs to put on tap here. You have bright tanks that go directly. So I'm giving it all away, but, no, uh, you're doing great. But, but you built this all at, originally as flicks. Yep. Okay. Okay. So as when flicks you, brew house, it was, um, Created by them. I just was okay. given basically like, oh, here's the schematics for it. Here you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I have a seven-barrel system. We'll start with the technicalities mm-hmm. of that. Seven-barrel pub system. So it is the mash tun, which is on top of the hot liquor tank. Okay. And then the kettle's next to it. Okay. So it's very compact. So you can put lots of space around it and everything. Is that a common system for like certain, like why do they call it a pub? I think it's, be- I, this is just a guess. Yeah. I think it's because when you go back to like Europe, all those spaces are super tiny. Sure. So they yeah. had to compact it down. Uh, and so I think, and, so I think yeah. it's called a pub system because it's in pubs. Yeah. But that's just a, a you guess. Heard, you heard it here first. Uh, it could be wrong, <laughs> guys. And it won't be the first time I've been wrong. But that's okay. <laughs> so now, so I have my seven-barrel system. But then from there, I have two stories. So yeah. you have two 15-barrel fermenters on the ground floor and then five seven-barrel fermenters on the upstairs floor. Yeah. Which I'd like to point out, there's a big space up there, which I'm trying to get a putting green on. Oh, wow. I know. No, I asked my company either for a putting green or uh, two horizontal, like, lagering tanks. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) I would think the business decision would be the (laughs) worst. I like how you see it's like, uh, I can either have this or you can give me this. Or probably neither. But, you know, you you don't know until you ask. Exactly. No one can tell you yes if you didn't ask the question. That's right. That's very true. So, I still want my putting green or those. I'll take either. Yeah. But, you know. But then I have the... The fermenters are all up there. Yep. Right. yep. All my fermenters are on one side of the building. And then I have a really cool catwalk that connects yeah. my fermenting side to my bright tanks. So I can, don't have to interact with the public at all. Nope. And I can go across the catwalk into my bright tanks, which yeah. I have 11 bright tanks, nine seven barrels and two 15 barrel bright tanks, which those can, you carbon them and they go directly down to the tap system. Yeah. That's yeah. badass. Oh, it's great. And since they're glycol jacketed, I don't have to have big, massive winter coats. Yeah. Because I am a weenie when it comes to cold. Yeah. <laughs> this, this right now in Arizona where it's like in the 70s, I'm yeah. like, okay, this is tolerable. Yeah. Anything lower than this, I'm freezing. It's ridiculous, right? It's a, th- There's those days that, and it's kind of funny because I moved from Ohio and the, the summers I'm like, all right, I'm ready for this to be over. And then it's over and then it gets cold. I'm like, oh, I'm cold. I'm like, you are, you need to toughen up dude <laughs> well i'm going to st louis in a few weeks and i'm i'm Ooh. slightly i'm a little scared yeah you should I'm like be. where's my long underwear yeah. where's my parka <laughs> do right. i shave my legs no like come on you just keep going i'm like no i'm gonna grow my beard out yeah yeah, yeah. help me as much as i can so <laughs> so no i think that's badass that you have like so when you're so when you come into this place uh you come into the, I, I like the way that it's all laid out too right because it looks like a movie theater uh entrance with the doors and the desks you know the the I don't know, is that a kiosk or the mm-hmm. checkout area up front? But then it's loungy, too. You've got the bar kind of feel to it, and you've got all the beers on tap. And then you look up, and it's well lit where you can see all of those tanks that your beer is coming from. Yeah. I and, love it. And I'm a fish in a fishbowl. Yeah. So my brewery is three sides glass. Yeah. And 
it's great because people can see it. People yeah. can see everything in there. It's very transparent, so you see everything. Uh, I've been caught dancing in there a few times. Sure, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Because why not? I put. Right. <laughs> You've got it. Got it. Right. You're like you know. Yeah. Got rhythm. Well, I know. don't. But you know what? No one needs to know what I'm listening to. You should have rhythm or or, or confidence. One of the two. I got confidence. I think. Go. I think there if you you've go. met me yet, I got that. <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> I have. Very little embarrasses me, mm. so we're good. But um, so I did that, and you built the whole system. It's fun. Yeah. I know the system inside and out. So when Look was trying to find someone to brew here, I was like, I know the system. Yeah. Pick me. Sure. And they just wanted you to say, hey, how can we uh, tell us how to use the system so we can bring somebody in and brew? I think that was the initial thought. Sure. But I think they um, weren't looking too much yet for a brewer. Yeah. And it happened to be the right time for yeah. both of us. Nice. So I did that. Heck yeah. Well, so, okay, so kind of, um, first, like I said, when you come in, I mean, it's just really cool. The way it's in the corner there, um, there's copper on the, on. so what, to me, that kind of sets it apart a little bit, right? Most of them you just see stainless steel. I yep. like when you see a little bit of copper. Uh, but it's right on the corner, um, so you, you know immediately you're going into a brewery, right? Mm-hmm. You're going into a place that's making their own beer. Um, now, what about the beers itself, right? So we, we've gone through a few of these, went through the hazy. Uh, we have one more, though, that we haven't tasted yet. Yeah, do you want to taste that one or continue on? Let's talk about other beers first. first yes, second. okay, okay. Perfect. So um, I have my flagship beers. You have, as you tasted the hazy right now is one of yep. them. I have a Lights Camera Honey Wheat which is a honey wheat with a hint of blood orange in it. Nice. Um, I have the Spotlight, which is our um, palate, imp- cleanser. Our palate <laughs> cleanser right now. Yeah. And then I have the Scottish Fling, which is a Scottish ale. And then I have uh, Miso Harry, which is a West Coast IPA. Yeah. So all these um, have something. I got to name all the beers. That was kind of an agree- like one of the things where I was like, hey, I want to name the beers. And they were like, yeah. okay. I was like, the best dad jokes I can do. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Scottish yeah. Fling is named something different for me because it's one of my favorite dance styles. Okay. I can't do it because I do not have the rhythm for it. Uh, but I think it is so cool to watch people dance a Scottish Fling. I don't know what that is. I'm going to have to Google that. You should. It's yeah. um, kind of like a Celtic dance. Okay. So it kind of goes from that era yeah. or that like region. And it's really just really fun, and there's a lot of rhythm to it. Alcohol-fueled dancing. 100%. Yeah, yes. Yeah, which is the best. Yeah, right? and then it, yeah. I put that with my one of my favorite styles. So the Scottish Ale, um, I never – so Flix had their Scottish Ale that was a flagship that was a set recipe, which was a good recipe. But I had always – I had formulated my own, which yeah. I was never quite allowed to brew because you didn't want to brew something that competed with your own beer. Why would you do two Scottish Ales? Sure. Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense yeah. on anything. So it was never like, it was always kind of like, oh, no. So here, when I got to look and I got to create, I was told basically when I got hired, it is your brewery. It is your business. Create it as so. Yeah. Let's see what, let's see what nice. this, if you have questions, yeah. ask them. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. So first thing I went to is I went to my old recipe that I'd never gotten to make and I brewed it. I was yeah. like, as soon as I was allowed to brew, that was the first one I brewed. Was. The Scottish fling. Scottish fling. Yep. Yeah. And it was up there and. I was like, let's do this. Yeah. Nailed so, it. and you nailed it. Like, you, that's, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yes. Heck yeah. So I love it. Um, I you don't see a lot of them either, right? I mean, there, I mean, there's a couple. Yes, there's a couple, but it's not really that um, that often. So yeah. I don't know if you've kind of noticed, but all of our logos, which maybe well, I'll post them somewhere so you can see them all. Uh, we all kind of did them with a mythical creature. Okay. So uh. like, if you look. If you kind of look behind you, if you can look up to your left, you got the uh, Miso Harry is uh, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeti. Naturally. Sasquatch. Whatever. Which came, yeah. since we are movie related, that yeah. is from Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons, which is one of you. Family's and your favorite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a family favorite, <laughs> yeah. 100%. Uh, and then you have the Scottish Fling, which that is Messy. Loch Ness. Yeah. And Loch-Nix. then you have the Golden Spotlight, which is a spaceship. Yep. And then this is what I thought was really cool. Uh, marketing did it where Lights, Camera, Honey, we as a mythological creature, it was me. Oh, that's you? It's a it's an outlet. Uh, silhouette? Sil- silhouette of me. Really? Yeah. So that's I was like, really cool. that's kind of cool. I was like, okay. I was like, that's fun. So they put me up there with it. So you're a mythical creature? I am. Dang, oh my right. gosh. What's the, what's the green thing coming off the back? It I think that's like supposed to be a chair. Okay. Like, you got wings? <laughs> I have wings. We can go with wings. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. We can do Part wings. Part two. Is yeah. So yeah. then we have all those. And then um, the looks a bit hazy. They just kind of went a little wild with that, with everything that's. It's a hippie, though. It Hippies is. are mythical. They really right? are. <laughs> they're <laughs> out there, yeah. They are. They're real. I've yeah. seen them. So that's kind of how those all went. And so from that's there, cool. they just let me let me go wherever I want. Yeah. This, um, this company had never owned a brewery or been around beer very much. Yeah. A lot of people in this company don't drink beer. Okay. So it's kind of been one of those where I'm like, hey, when they come in town, you want to taste a beer? They're like, we yeah. don't drink beer. I'm like, 
cool. Next. Uh, <laughs> you want to drink some water? Yeah. I get you some water. <laughs> Plenty of that. Right? Yeah. And so we kind of have gone through there. Like I've done, I've gotten to do uh, kettle sours. I did a Goza. Yeah. Um, I've done... Oh, what else? Have I done? I've done a Pilsner, which is one of my favorite styles. Nice. I love, I like I think lagers. I saw a Pilsner up there, right? It's still uh, up there. We actually just popped on Saturday. Oh, that's right. That's what you were telling yeah. me. Yeah. My GM called me when I was walking into the Elton John concert. Yeah. And he's telling me that you couldn't get to pour. I was like, oh, it popped then because we, we had very little left. Yeah. It's like, this is awesome. And he keeps talking. I'm like, hey, I hate to cut you off, but I'm walking into Elton John. Bye. And just hung up. <laughs> I was like, I'm out. And then you have the Oktoberfest, which was Looktober. Yep. Uh, which we won the gold for. Heck yeah. And so I kind of just get to play with everything. Um, Did I try the October? You have not, but I have you not. will. I will, You will yes. before we leave. Um, but also then, we're going to just segue into this then. One of the beers. Uh, we're gonna... You're a natural at this. You do need to start a beer and uh, movie podcast. I would I, love to. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can figure something out. We can we can uh, spitfire this a little absolutely, bit. Absolutely, absolutely. So this is, what are, what are you called? I don't know. Just kidding. No, this is um, Beta Alpha IPA. This is a black IPA, which people don't make very often anymore. No, they don't. It's also a Cascadian ale, however you want to look at it. Yeah. I prefer black IPA because it gives it more of a description of what I think it is. Sure. Um, I have yet to really find them too often. This came out with the Black Adam movie okay. with The Rock. Yeah. And so. Cheers to The Rock. Cheers. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love a black IPA. Lost Highway from Mother Road was one of my original, like, beers that i loved yeah liked it. and you really you really just don't see them very often right now but you got the the malty with mm-hmm. the hot balance there for sure and for this sure. one oh i believe this one's roughly eight percent as well okay yeah makes sense well, we, well so the I, I would say so that's what always surprised me with uh once i really looked and i <clears throat> started understanding beer a little more when I looked at Lost Highway, I'm like, 100 IBUs? Like, that's the most I've ever seen. That's a lot. So is this high IBUs as well? Not too much. Um, honestly, I have no way to – I can calculate IBUs through, like, a hand calculation, but there's yeah. no true way to actually see what's in there. Sure. So I believe this one was, like, 68, 70. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because so, it's not overly bitter. But, yeah. I, but you also can't tell because the malt's in there, the grain bill is so, kind of dark, so it yeah. actually offsets the bitterness a bit. Yeah. But I actually – we got some great reviews about this lately. It's a great beer. It's really good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, who, who texted me? Andrew from um, the Craft Brewers Guild texted oh, yeah. me yesterday morning. This black um, black IPA is fire. Ah, I was like, yes, thank nice. you. I was like, oh, I'm proud Wait, of he it. Was here? He was I, here? I'm yeah, assuming yeah. so. Uh, so we're actually on tap at the Sugar Bar, which is just mm. down the road. Um, okay. And then Mr. Brew's Tap House over okay. in Mesa and Courthouse. So nice. those are the okay. three places we're on tap right now. Yeah. So we're getting out there a little bit. Nice. Kind of cool. Well, I was going to ask you, the perfect segue. Like, so what is the plan? Like, what is the, what's Ooh. the vision? So, this well, is exciting. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Cool. Well, we lost video. The, the, we, we lost video. That camera is, you know, we can, yeah, you can't. Ah, oh, don't do that on the camera. She's I did. Them off. I did not. I did two thumbs up. <laughs> I, did. I did a thumbs up. Dig them. I'm a loud and proud <laughs> Texas Aggie. Uh, You're in trouble. Uh, you, you said know, I'm trouble. Uh, you know, I think our combination is pretty, uh, <laughs> not a good, not a good thing. <laughs> good times. But questionable, yeah. <laughs> questionable. <laughs> so, no. so, okay. So this is one of two locations. Oh no. We got a lot of locations. Okay. Okay. Uh, we've got locations in the LA area. I believe four, almost five out there. Okay. Texas, New York, Florida. Uh, I believe there's just a couple in each of those locations. All brewing beers? No, we're the okay. only brewery. Oh, okay. So that makes okay. us very special yeah. and fun. Okay. Um, so we actually, our next step, which I kind of failed. My goal was by the end of this year to have, um, have it out, have this gone or going. But in LA, we have those four to five locations. I wanted to get my beers out there because it's, it's not that far away. It's far sure. enough away. But so we were trying to figure out the logistics of that. So, okay. We could find a distributor to take our beers all the way out there, which would be great. But then you have to worry about kegs and all that stuff or go yep. micro star kind of thing or contract brewing. Try yeah. to find a brewery out there to do it sure. to start at least until we can maybe get this facility. Cause this facility, like my seven barrel system, may not be able to sustain those four locations out right. there, that four or five, because those locations are very busy. It goes and well as you hope, yes. and then you get your ass kicked. And, and then like, we have nothing on tap, yeah. which is the hor- The worst thing you can do sure. is have nothing on tap. I'd yeah. rather have empty taps in my own home location than when you're at a location that's far away. Sure, yeah. And so we're kind of leaning in towards looking at contract brewing right now. Okay. I've, I've talked to a few people out there. We're working on the logistics of that at the moment. Yeah. So that's, I'm hoping, um, now I push it to the end of P1. Okay. So, or yeah. quarter one, whatever you want to call it. But it's like P1. 
first quarter next year. So <laughs> hopefully that's... Is, is this the uh, Marisa uh, planning system? Yeah. P1. Yes, <laughs> Shit, I didn't get the oh, P1 sh- means. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next time I'll give you the whole, like, I'll give you my little, what is it? Uh... Reference legend? sheet, legend, legend? Yeah, yeah, of okay, everything, yeah. yeah. Okay, That's kind of my goal. Because okay, cool. I want to do it by December, to have yeah. it. but then with the big movie releases right now, it just makes it harder on our end. Sure. Because yeah. then going, our uppers are super busy. Everyone up in the corporate world up there is busy trying to get Black Panther and everything to move smoothly. And then we're hit by Avatar yeah. is the next one, which yeah. is next month. That's going to be a huge movie. Yeah. So we'll see. So That's I, an interesting thing. No, no brewery that I know of has to consider movie releases on there it's really <laughs> fun though i can't yeah. wait yeah another reason to do a beer and uh and movie podcast yeah. for sure well and it's fun it's like um earlier this year we had top gun huge okay. movie of the year yeah. right yep. well i got to make a kettle sour. i did a goza and called it goza to the limit <laughs> so i get to name fun beers mm-hmm. now are there some i could do better with sure but always beer names are amazing they really are i had to go yeah. to my inner dad jokes for sure. Well, that's what, when you set this up, um, I get that response from the, the scheduling system and, and you had said, just let me know what you want to talk about and some great dad jokes. <laughs> and now it's all making sense. Now it it's is, all making sense. The names, yeah. the names work for it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so is the goal eventually to, uh, for each look location to have looks beer on that, tap? That is an ultimate goal for me. Sure. Like that's okay. kind of what I want to go with. Um, so I think it'll be, we're trying to do the ones that have clusters. So we know okay. um, LA has four to five locations. Yep. Uh, in Texas, there's a cluster. I don't know exactly how many are there, okay. but we're opening more all the, quite often. Yeah. And so, um, yes, we what do want to have ours take over all the taps. I like that, right? Because you, with your experience uh, of the craft with the production, you've got that spectrum now. You can kind of be able to piece those things together, right? Where right. it's like sometimes with, I think that, you know, whether it's food, I guess I can say, you know, restaurants or, or beverage or whatever it is, uh, sometimes people are, are a little bit limited, right, in their experience. Like, I would love to do that. I have no idea how to get from A to B, let alone A to C. Right? I, I actually feel bad for the people that I have to talk to about this because I'll go into the conversation. I'm talking to a place in California right now, and I'm like, first thing I put on my email, I have no idea what I'm doing. Right. Because <laughs> right. yeah. I've never done yeah. um, contract brewing. Sure. At all. I was like, I have no idea what this is. They're like, well, okay, we need to know, like, barrel age. I'm like, literally crickets. I was like, cool. Did I give you so much, uh, too much credit for this? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like trying to talk to my regional director. I'm like, he asked this question. I don't know how to respond. Yeah, what is a barrel? No. And basically. And he's like, and my regional director's like, I know nothing about beer. I don't know. So, <laughs> so we're working on it. And yeah, it'll yeah. all be fine. And sure. the people out there have been very nice and kind about it. Because I, I that's why I'd rather be honest with it. I have yeah, no idea. For sure. And uh, the best part about this company, Look, is they have my back. Look, I can I can go to anyone in the company and be like, I literally have no idea what's happening. Yeah. This, is and this is what I'm trying to do. I've talked to this person. And we'll troubleshoot trying to figure out how to get there. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have, uh, I mean, one of the best things you could ever have is resources, right? So if you got that and you've got that, you know, that's your world, right? But these other resources that people can provide, you know, that's that's incredible. And the best part about the beer industry in general is I have the beer industry resource. I can ask any person out here. I can send an email or text to a brewer here that I've maybe talked to once or if never and they can be like, okay, yeah, we've done this. Okay. Or we haven't done this. We know this person that's done this. Yeah. Let me put you in contact with them. They might be able to help you. Yeah. And it's just, that's how, for any problem, not just in the distro for what I'm trying to do with contract brewing and distro, yeah. but anything with day-to-day brewing things. Sure. Yeah. I love it. I, I could go all day. Like, it's you, you're, fun. You are, yeah, I you're, you're a, incredible. I, like, I love what I do. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, I could just tell that, like, uh, you... Uh, there's more, even more ideas, but you're you got to keep them corralled until you kind of fine tune things. Is that oh right? yeah. yeah, there's a lot. In there. <laughs> well, and the best part for um, for me is I never feel like I actually work a day in my life because mm. it's just fun. Yeah, and you said well, you said when I uh, when you let me in, you were like, ah, oh, you're like you you had me, you got you. I don't. You didn't say you made me come in on my day off. You said. Um, you inspired me to come into my day off or something. Yeah. So it was to you, it was like a good thing. Like you were excited to come in and it yeah. is. And honestly, I probably would have come in anyways, yeah. but it gave me another reason to come in. Like yeah. I had to come in. I have 
only one tank fermenting right now because I've actually planned out my schedule. Uh, in my office, I have three calendars on the walls yeah. that just kind of dangle there with everything I need to do, <laughs> yeah. not including my phone and my computer calendar. Sure. And they all have the same but different things on there. Yeah. You got your days, your weeks, your month calendars. You got your yearly calendars. Like, there's a lot on there. Yeah. But I just love it. Yeah. I get to come in. Um, I told you earlier that if I'm ever, like, just need to do a few recipes or whatnot, I'm very fortunate. I can just go into a theater, start a movie, and be writing recipes during that movie. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I was it, glad you brought that up, and I did. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, sometimes, like, I'm thinking, like, sometimes, you know, I put on my speaker in my bedroom when I'm at my desk working, you're like, I, I got a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I'll leave the lights, like, half up so I can see everything I need to yeah. see, and I can be doing that and knock it out while I'm watching a movie. That's really cool. And I would I would think, even just, like, for my for my own personal brain i would love just that it seems like a that space would have a big desk you can spread your shit out oh right? i do you're not cramped yes. like this table to me would be even if i'm by myself i'd somehow find a way to get cramped right? oh. i want a big huge space and i've sat that. i've sat at this table before working this actual table we're at which is a four seater a normal yeah. four top and i've actually been putting my i'll be across like the yeah. little setting over here and we're i'm very like, similar yeah. you're very similar oh, yeah nothing can overlap yeah like, no it's no. like um, food on a plate. I can mix my food myself, but I like it all to be separate. For sure. I like to see it. Yep, yep. And then, I'll, then I will put the corn in the mashed potatoes with yes, the stuffing. And, but yeah. I like to do that myself. Yeah, exactly. I make my own ratios. Yeah, but yeah. no, uh, I'm very, very thankful and grateful for Look. Yeah. Because they, they've been amazing. It's been the best year. Like, I have a great time with it all the time. Yeah. That's badass. Well, yeah. cheers to you. Thank you for everything. Um, fantastic beers. Thank you. you were wondering if I was going to finish them all. I did. I'm a professional. <laughs> yes, you are, which I appreciate. We'll yes. have to do this again. Mm-hmm. So we'll have, to, we'll have to work on the movies and beer idea. I like that. I like that. It, and maybe it'll inspire me to start watching movies again. I just don't have, since kids, uh, since having kids, only movies I've really watched are kids' movies, right? Not even fully. I've heard kids ruin a lot. Of, just kidding. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they ruin kidding. a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, luckily my kids were like really into like uh, really cool movies. Uh, the other night for my birthday, we watched Anchorman. So they're nine and eleven. But oh, they, they're good ages, yeah. and they're getting that point where they can start watching the older movies a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Not quite ready for something about Mary. Like there's a few spots of that, but but. Uh, um, you know how old those movies are, right? Oh, so, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm 43, so those were like uh, high school time for me. Yeah. So you were 79. <laughs> yeah. 78. Oh, 78. 78. I'm, an, I'm an 89. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just I love what you're doing here. I love to to. So to be honest with you, right when when something like this opens, um, craft the craft beer enthusiasts are often apprehensive, right? Anytime there's polish, so it was something opens out of the gate polished that's a little bit like okay you got to kind of prove yourself right where where if you're in some industrial park some ran down brick buildings like dude this is going to be good (laughs) you you almost get additional credit for that where if you're polished um and you're part of a movie theater it's almost kind of like all right what are they doing right but who are you yeah yeah i know for a while like with look we're the only look um with the brewery and everything but for a while there it's a oh you're corporate yeah, like, but but I'm sure. I'm not. Yeah, like, but it's that that whole thought process. Polished. Of, you guys all yeah. have the same logo on your shirt. That's we weird. Do. <laughs> we do. So it, it is one of those. But you know yeah. what? People have been very receptive, and are we're getting steadily busier and busier, which is nice. Yeah, we need that. Yeah. Well, I mean, your beer is fantastic too. I mean, I think it's it's one of those things where uh, sometimes the hardest part is getting people in the door, right? Um, but once you get them in the door, if you got great products like this that's going to start to take and it's already happening right you guys are starting to get awards people understand and doc i think doc and melissa are great um great people because it to me the episode i did with doc this was this was in 2018 i think uh he changed my perspective on things like there was a few times that i'd said something maybe on the episode or after where he'd be like "Eh, i wouldn't you know necessarily you know discount bj's just because it's a chain you know because that's the world he came from and and then as i started to learn more and and you know um you you just i don't know there's so many inputs when you come into a brewery right the visuals the you know the people behind the bar you know uh the names of the beer the can art there's all of these things that sometimes cloud the actual beer itself right You, you make these assumptions that um polished is corporate 
necessarily. Totally. Um, you know who actually? We'll go to can art for a second there. Yeah, yeah. You know who has some of the best can art that I'm loving right now? Who? Oso. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, their can art. Yeah. I was just. I'm yes. there quite a bit. I'm in the one in Gilbert okay. quite often. Yeah. And I was there and I was looking at their fridge and I'm like, damn. Yeah. This is some fun stuff. And I've always known it, but I finally like sat there and was staring at it again. And I'm like, this is great. Yeah. They do some really, really good stuff. They it, do. It, and Oso's a little bit of one of those different ones because it is it is almost kind of different companies within the company, right? You have this, you know, the Gilbert Brewery that does this. The and barrel the, aging and like the lager. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. They all have like their own little specialty. But that's great. But it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I, I use them a lot as a resource. Yeah. Um, being one person, being a one woman show yeah. here at Look. Uh, and being in a movie theater, it makes it very hard. I can't taste diacetyl or smell uh, it yeah. because I'm around popcorn butter <laughs> all true. day. Yeah. And it makes it very difficult. Yeah. And so um, I'm always t- like finding people. I'm like, hey, I need your palate. Yeah. Um, can you taste this? Yeah. I'm like, and I and I go to them because they know I'm brutally honest with them. They're brutally honest with me. Yeah. And that's how we run. And it's great. So I go drop off beers over there. And they're like, oh, we want you to taste this. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. And we just go back and forth. Yeah. So it's really fun in the industry to be able to have those resources again for sure. to help each other. Yeah. But it's one of those industries, too, that uh, the reason that you are uh, taken in and, and given the, that feedback is because you put in the work yourself, right? It's an industry that's very much like you got to be put in the work, right? It's not just like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm not going to get started. Good luck then, right? right. It's already like, hey, I'm, you know, you have to prove yourself as putting in the work, right? Well, you like gotta... if you have a problem, you're like, okay, I've done this, this, and this. I'm trying this, but none of these are working yet. Do you have an idea of something I'm doing? Am I doing something wrong? Like, can yeah. you, did you try something different? And they'll either know it or they'll find someone that does know it. For sure. So that's yeah. kind of the best part about the friendship of the beer community in general. Nice. I still reach out to people in Albuquerque from the beer community there or nice. my friends at the master brewers, um, brewing summit course yeah. I went to, yeah. we've done all that fun stuff together and you can always find someone that either knows it or has gone through it too. For sure. For sure. And happy to help, right? Oh, happy yeah. to help because it's going to come around one day where they're going to reach out to you saying, I don't, I have no idea. You're kind of the last straw. Like, Oh shit. I got somebody for you. Yeah. Hey, you want to start a podcast? I know Eric from tap that AZ. Right. <laughs> Nice plug. I like it. I like it. Good job. That was good. That was unintentional. Wow. I, that just that was no, natural. But, but that's yeah. just how this works, and it's sure. just a great community to grow up in and be in. Yeah. Like I'm still growing. I will continue growing. Yep. And it's uh, you only look for the people around you to make you stronger. For sure. Well, cheers to that. I got a little bit left. This is perfect. I think that's called backwash. Cheers. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> research. <laughs> That is fantastic beer. Nice job on all of these. Uh, love the spot. Um, and keep kicking ass. Thank Doing you. Doing great. And we'll get you that Looktober right now. Yes. Awesome. Okay, cool.